Greetings. When I was growing up, we sang in the choir at Oakland's 23rd Avenue Church of God. We sang hymns about how faith, combined with determination, will see us through difficult times. Well, this is one of those times. Nearly 450,000 Americans have died because of COVID-19. Small businesses have closed. People have lost their jobs. Too many can't afford to pay their rent or fill their prescriptions or even attend church in person on Sundays. And as you know, black communities have been some of the hardest hit. Through it all, you have kept the faith. You have prayed. You have given solace to families in mourning. You have given sustenance to people in need. Now, almost a year in, we have a new reason to hope and to believe. We have a vaccine. I've received both doses of the vaccine, and I'm going to tell you, it is safe, simple, and it will save lives. And it was also developed in part by a black scientist, Dr. Kizzy Corbett, which is important to note as we celebrate Black History Month. So we need your help to make sure everyone you know in your congregation and community that they get vaccinated. This is about valuing life, about the dignity of life, and about saving lives. So when it's your turn, please get the vaccine. And as scripture tells us, you shall raise up the foundations of many generations. You shall be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of streets to dwell in. So let us repair, let us restore. With this vaccine, a new day is coming. Let us welcome it in. Thank you, may God bless you, and may God bless America. This is the day the Lord has made. Come on, let's rejoice 
and be glad in it. I'm Dr. D.Z. Cofield, senior pastor here at the Good Hope Missionary Baptist Church of Houston, Texas, and I want to welcome you to our offering on the digital platform, I Hope Church. Now listen, I want you to know that you are not watching us to make us a big church. We are here to help you become the biggest and best Christian that you can possibly be. And I want to thank you today for the privilege of your time. We don't take it lightly that you have decided to be with us on today. So wherever you are, near or far, listen, if you like us, share us with a friend. Let them know that there's never been a better time for hope. Our scripture reading today is from a very familiar passage of scripture, Isaiah chapter 40. Isaiah chapter 40, beginning at verse 28. And it reads as follows. Have you not known? Have you not heard the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary? His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the weak and to those who have no might, he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. I have read for you Isaiah chapter 40, verses 28 through 31. This is the word of the Lord. Let's go to God and pray and ask God's blessings on our time today. Father, we pray right now that our worship will be acceptable in your sight. In the midst of all that is going on, in the midst of all that is being said, our country arguably being divided at a place even greater than it experienced during the Civil War. I pray, God, that you would allow us all to turn from our own self-guided agendas and help us to seek you to find peace and hope and love in you it's in jesus name we pray amen now my brothers and sisters i want you to know in the midst of all that's going on 450 plus thousand people have died as a result of covid 19 in this country over 2 million around the world we're dealing with global grief. And then on top of that, man, we are celebrating Black History Month this month. And I've got to tell you, this is a different Black History Month for me. In the midst of the division in our country and the overt racism that we're seeing, uh, not just the undercover white supremacy, but now this, this ugliness, this ugly sin of racism is coming forth all over our country from a variety of places, including in the church. My God, this is a time that we need to pray and we need to seek God. But here's what I want you to know. God is going to take care of us. God is going to take care of us. And I believe our best days are in front of us. I, I got to tell you, I, I'm excited to have our musical guest. But before we get to him, I want us to celebrate the Lord's Supper together. Uh, for those of you who picked up your communion packets, uh, please get them out right now. For those of you who have 
created your own communion at home. Um, get those elements out as we pray and ask God's blessings on the unleavened bread and on the fruit of the vine as we remember today the sacrifice that Jesus Christ made for us. He came unto his own and his own received him not, John says, but to as many as received him, he gave power to become the sons of God. He paid the price for our sins that we could not pay ourselves. And so let us go to God and ask God's blessings on these elements as we prepare to worship the Lord today. Father, we thank you and we bless you for this day. We pray now that as we come to this table, that we would first examine ourselves, that we would not eat or drink damnation to our own souls. Uh, we ask you to forgive us of all of our sins of thought, word, and deed, sins that were committed by omission or commission, things that we did overtly, covertly, and inadvertently. We ask for forgiveness right now in the name of Jesus. Uh, where we have an ought against the brother or sister, God, help us to forgive and let go that our worship of you would not be hindered by our own internal indifference, stubbornness, or sin. God, we pray that where our, fall, our, our, our prayers fall short, we pray that you would make up the difference, that our worship right now would be pleasing in your sight. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. There is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's vein. Sinners who plunge beneath that flood lose all their guilty stain. I love that verse. It says, the dying thief rejoiced to see that fountain in his day and there may I though vile is he lose all my guilty stain we come as literally a vessel in need of cleaning before this fountain to recall what the Lord did for us to embrace what he has done for us and be reminded of what he expects from us on the night that Jesus was betrayed, the Bible says he took the bread and after he blessed it, he broke it and gave it to his disciples. He said, take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Everybody say, for me. Yeah, for you. It might be hard for you to believe this, but over 2,000 years ago, because God is not limited by time, he sees yesterday, today, and tomorrow all at the same time that he saw your need and paid the price for your sins. He said, as often as you do this, do so in remembrance of me. Let us eat and remember together. Amen. Likewise, when supper was ended, he took the cup, the fruit of the vine, and after he blessed it, he poured it and gave it to his disciples. He said, take drink. This is my blood. This is the new covenant. 
No longer would we be dependent upon the lamb's blood, the bullock's blood, the turtle dove's blood to offer an offering acceptable to God because those, those bloods could only cover our sins. But the blood of the lamb of God could wash our sins away. He said, as often as you drink this, do so in remembrance of me. Let us drink and remember his shed blood for us. Father, we pray that our worship around this table has been pleasing in your sight. And we pray now that we will be better witnesses and servants for you until we come together again around this table. We thank you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, don't worry, I didn't forget all of my January, no, 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 February. Lord have mercy, man, we have moved through January so fast. We are in the month of February. We are in the month of love. Come on, all of my February birthdays, please stand wherever you are. If you're with your family members or friends, stand up right in the midst of them. Let them know you're celebrating your birthday for somebody else. Put it in the chat room. Raise your own hand. Clap if you will. Come on, let's celebrate your birthday today. Maestro, let's hear the music. Well, we're singing happy. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Well, we're singing happy. Oh, Lord, happy birthday to you. Well, you look good, don't you know you look fine? We hope you have, hey, we're singing happy, ooh, we're singing happy, <laughs> yeah, we're singing happy, happy birthday to you, Oh, yes. Man, listen, take the whole month. Take the whole month and enjoy your birthday this month. Now, I've got to tell you, I am super duper excited to welcome our special musical psalmist today. Uh, this young man I have known for many years, more than half of his life, uh, his father, uh, was a respected, is a respected pastor in this town. And I can remember when I got to this city hearing about the tremendous ministry of the St. Agnes Baptist Church, uh, where Gene Moore Sr. serves as the senior pastor. And I met this young man, PK, and just saw this unique gift, man, that God had placed upon him um, in terms of the articulating of his instrument vocally. Great spirit, great brother, and he is now, uh, among other things, co-hosting uh, a radio show on KTSU. Uh, he's on the air just before I am, and so I get a chance to see and fellowship with Gene Moore Jr. all the time. He's a Motown gospel recording artist, and he has sang 
with people like Joe Sample and India Ree and so many others. And I asked him if he would consent to come and bless us at I Hope Church. And he said, Pastor, I would be honored to do it. So let me take this opportunity to welcome uh, my little brother, my friend. Man, I just love this dude so much. Gene Moore Jr. He's going to allow the Lord to use him to lead us in our time of worship today. I want you to get ready, get on your feet. Uh, he's going to let us know that God is going to take care of us. He's, he's going to send us. I mean, he's got some messages for us, and you don't want to miss it. Come on, Gene Moore. Lead us to the throne as we worship the Lord today in music. Let's get it. You are the light in darkness. Every shadow is subdued under you. You are a shield provider. There's no fear because my purpose lies in you. You've got me covered. Now I've discovered there is nothing you can do. Going right before me, showing that you're mighty. I know that I can count on you. Things may go wrong, but we're never alone. God will take care of me. I may shed a few tears, but no reason to fear. God will take care of me. You've got a record. Clear of any failure I've never been consumed You're my savior Always had my back My worries never last No, I'm steady when I keep my eyes on you You've got me covered Now I've discovered There is nothing you can do Going right before me Showing that you're mighty I know that I can count on you All things may go wrong But we're never alone God will take care of me And I may shed a few tears But no reason to fear God will take care of me Yeah, I keep my eyes on the prize Cause I realize God will take care of me so I thank him for his grace and I'll stand up and say, God will take care of me. Glory to God who keeps me from falling, keeps me from falling. Glory to him. Yeah. Yeah. on him no matter what the problem god is able to solve them he will take care he will take care to god who keeps us from falling he will oppose us with his hand 
The Lord is my shepherd, and I will not lack, and I will not lack. Oh, yeah, the earth is the Lord, and the fullness thereof, and everything within, He's in control of it. City will, he will take care, city will take care. Everybody clap. Glory. Celebrate. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hallelujah. And we thank you, Jesus, that you take care of us. And because we know that you take care of us, we can stand by faith and say that we won't be moved by any challenges as the cold winds blow. Stronger than ever, sometimes it shakes my soul. But I know that my feet's on solid ground and I will not be moved. No, no, no.
was confused about reality And I know I'm the one who's jeopardizing my destiny And no matter how I try to do it out here on my own I know I am better when I'm in your arms and not alone Cause you made me, know me, shake me, form me into your image And I know you'll take me, mold me, until I look just like you So I made up my mind that I don't wanna be lonely oh, Cause it's been a long time since I let you hold me yeah. I can't live without your love, the only thing I'm thinking of I wanna do better with my life, wanna do better with my life Lord, I know you're the one who can take this heart and make it clean And I know you're the only one that can take me to my destiny Yeah, yeah Until your image Until I look just like you Tired of being alone Oh, 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 yeah, yeah Cause I can't live I really need you I really need you Come, come, come Coming back home, coming, coming, coming back home oh, With sincerity and humility written all over my face that I'm sorry I love you, I wanna come home oh, I don't wanna be
where the water is crying out Lord for you to hear fill our cups Lord until we overflow we need you right now we ask for rain for your favor Lord we ask for rain shower down heaven for our seasons to change we ask for rain move in the midst of your people meet the needs of your people and shower down from heaven For our seasons to change, we ask for rain. No, 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 no. So, oh Lord, we're praying for overflow. Let it rain. Let it rain. Just. us again by the power of your hand Lord we need you rejuvenate us and purify Lord we need you to survive With our minds set on you, waiting for you to move, shower down, overflow.
God, oh my God, how many, how many of you want God to rain down on you, rain his blessings down on you? How, how many of you want God to manifest himself in your life? If you do, say so in the chat if you will. Just ask the Lord, Lord, let your blessings rain down on us. I'm grateful that I know God is going to take care of me. Matter of fact, I, I know he's going to do it in the future because I can look back at his track record in the past to see what the Lord has done for me. And I'm grateful to God. Thank you, Gene Moore Jr., for allowing the Lord to use you. Come on, put something in the chat, and let's just thank God for Gene Moore, and let's, let's cover him in believing prayer that God would use him in a special way as he continues to move forward in his ministry of song. Let's go to God in prayer and ask God's blessings on our time today. Father, we thank you and bless you for today. We pray now that as you have spoken to us through song, that you will now speak to us through your preach word. Hide me behind your cross so your people will see you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So one of the toughest things about the last year for me has been this perpetual waiting mode that we have been put in. Uh, it, it seems like every turn we're being asked to wait even longer. Uh, waiting for COVID-19 to leave, um, waiting for vaccines to be developed, waiting for people to wear masks, waiting for the opportunity to reopen our society to get back to a sense of normalcy. And, and, and it's been hard for me, I, I've got to confess, it's been hard for me because I hate waiting. Um, patience is not my, my strongest virtue. I, I don't like to wait. I, I don't like to wait on people. I, I don't like to wait at a traffic stop. I don't like to wait in the supermarket, the checkout. I don't like waiting at a restaurant. I don't like to wait. And I, am I the only one? Any, anybody else? Can you acknowledge in the chat if, if you don't like to wait? Yeah, because I don't like to wait. And, and I've learned how to do some things to help me so that I don't have to wait, and if I do, I don't have to wait too long, or at least the waiting is not nearly as painful. For example, if I have a person that I know, if I say 10 o'clock, they're not going to be ready to 1030, then I tell them to be ready a half hour before we need to go. So when they come rushing 15 minutes late, tell them, man, I'm sorry, I was trying to get some stuff together, I was trying to put some stuff together, we already on time. We good. As a matter of fact, we 15 minutes to the good because I gave them 30-minute grace. I know if I go to the supermarket, for example, and I don't like waiting in long lines in the supermarket, I want to go at an off hour. I don't want to go when everybody else is there, and especially now with COVID, right? I want to make sure I go at an off hour. Uh, when I go to a restaurant, if I know it's going to be a long wait because it's around rush hour or 
lunchtime or dinner time, I'll grab a little snack beforehand, right? Because I'd rather bring some of my food home and finish it later or the next day than to go hungry, be miserable, get agitated, and then not be able to enjoy my food when I get it. My brothers and sisters, every one of us has been challenged in this area of waiting. And like me, you have probably come up with some ideas on how to handle those situations that can irk you the most. But what do you do when the person you're waiting on is God? What do you do when God seems to be taking his time? Uh, Today I want to delve into what my late pastor, Dr. A. Lewis Patterson, would call preaching worth repeating. And, And I want to talk today from the thought, how to wait when God seems slow. How to wait when God seems slow. Uh, one of our sons in the ministry reminded me of this uh, passage and this message, and I've shared from this passage this psalm of lament uh, from a different perspective, a different angle. Uh, but today, uh, I want to really help you to see the richness of the Word of God And take a look at this passage, Psalm 13, how to wait when God seems slow. Four things I want you to see that I hope and pray will encourage your spirit and keep you motivated, keep you going when you feel like giving up. Because all of us have been waiting and it looks like our waiting is going to be extended as we're seeing new variants rising around the world, and we're seeing variants show up in this country. We just heard about a young man who contracted the variant from South Africa, although he had never traveled out of the country, and he was uh, placed in the hospital, had contracted COVID-19, and just two weeks later, now this young man has died as a result of this variant. And we're hearing people say that it's getting ready to get worse before it gets better. How do we hold on to hope in the midst of our waiting? Here's the first thing I want you to see. Number one, realize your timing is not the Lord's timing. If you are going to learn how to wait when God seems slow, Realize your timing is not God's timing. Look at Psalm 13, beginning at verse 1. The New King James translation reads, How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long shall I take counsel in my soul, having sorrow in my heart daily? How long will my enemy be exalted over me? Four times in two verses, David asked the question, how long? And the suggestion is that however long it's taking, it's taking too long. Uh, David is looking at his situation and his circumstances, and and David is, is feeling impatience in his spirit because God seems to be moving slowly. Uh, David has gone through a prolonged persecution and is at the place of protest, feeling that the Lord uh, is not only far away from him, but feeling like the Lord has been 
apathetic towards him, uncaring about his situation and his circumstance. And my brothers and sisters, all of us will come to a place and a time when we are forced to wait, when God puts us in time out, and we feel like God is not hearing us, and God is not concerned about what we're dealing with. As a matter of fact, David articulates uh, what many of us feel. Uh, look at A. Uh, David articulates what it means and feels like to be forgotten. Verse 1, the A part, how long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? Because it's easy to feel like you've been forgotten by God when God is moving too slow. Look at B. Uh, David says, I not only felt forgotten, I felt forsaken. Uh, How long, verse 1, the B part, will you hide your face from me? How long will you hide your face from me? David felt forsaken by God. It was as if for him, the Lord was playing hide and seek and, and didn't want to be found. Uh, Look at C. Uh, David reflects and articulates the feeling of fragility. Uh, Fragility. He says, how long shall I take counsel in my soul, having sorrow in my heart daily? How how long, Lord, will I have sorrow in my heart? How, How long will I have to take counsel? And then look at D. He says, I felt fallen. I felt fallen. Uh, the B part of verse 2, how long will my enemy be exalted over me? My brothers and sisters, there's somebody who's listening right now. You, you have felt one, two, three, four, or all four of those things at one time or another when you have had to wait on God. You have felt forgotten. You have felt forsaken. You have felt Uh, fragile and frail, and you have felt like you have fallen and couldn't get up. David says to you and David says to me, uh, I understand how you feel. And, And it's important for us to realize that there are times in life when our timing is not going to be God's timing. See, we want, we want God to make not only us his priority, but we want God to make what we want his priority. You know, it's like calling somebody and saying, hey, I need help. Well, you don't want them to help in six months. You want them showing up in a hurry, right? Uh, If you ask somebody to do something, for example, I can remember, you know, my father would say, hey, um, you need to take out the trash. And I remember one time I made this mistake. I was watching a game and I was laying there on the couch, I was watching the game, and I said, okay. And then he came back through, and he said, hey, I need you to get this trash out. I said, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. And, and the third time, he said, I told you to take out the trash. And he told me in such a voice that it let me know I needed to move in a hurry, right? Because he didn't want me to take the trash out on his time. On my time, he wanted me to take the trash out on his time. He wanted me to move in a hurry to get it done right away. And that's the way we are with God. Many times we don't want to move on God's time. We want God to move on our time. And here's what I need you to know about this idea of waiting, Um, this idea of patience. 
patience, even if you pray for it, patience is not delivered. Patience is developed. Let me put a cord in the meter and park there for a second. God doesn't send you patience. God can take you through some things that help you develop patience. Uh, patience is, is like a, a muscle. It, it must be developed. It's got to be put to the test. The only way you become more patient is to be put in situations where you have to wait. And then when you have to wait, you will develop more patience. It's like going to a gym, right? You can't go to a gym and say, uh, let, let me select uh, bigger biceps, uh, bigger triceps, and, and, and bigger calf muscles. That's what I want. And then you just go in and walk into a booth and they just put it on you. No, you've got to put the work in, right? You've got to put the time in. Well, the same is true with patience. You've got to put the work in. You have to put the time in. The only way patience is developed is by making you wait. So if you've been asking God to help you with your patience, I want you to know what God has probably done. God has probably put you in some situations where you had to wait longer than you wanted to wait. He probably has put you in a situation where you had to wait, and then you said, you know what, God, that's enough. I'm ready. And God said, no, it's not enough. I'm going to make you wait some more. And then you say, okay, God, I really got it now. And God said, no, you don't really have it. Let me make you wait some more. Because ultimately, he understands it has to be developed in you. So several months ago, I tore my quadricep muscle. I was on uh, a walker for a period. Uh, then I graduated to a cane. Um, I still can't go up and down steps with that quadricep muscle, but I started rehab. And uh, my, my rehab lady, my physical therapist, is, is killing me, y'all. She's killing me. I mean, it, no mercy, no mercy. Um, if, if, I'm, if I'm fading, if, if I seem like I need some breath, you know, she'll ask me, you need some water? You need to catch your breath? But she's not lowering the number of exercises she's giving me. She's like, take a break, but I'm going to keep working you. Why? Because in order to strengthen that quad muscle and strengthen that leg, she knows I have to go through some exercises. Now, I just started my rehab, and guess what? I am nowhere near where I want to be, but I can see progress. Somebody say progress. So even in your waiting on God, you know what I want you to do? In the midst of being forced to wait on God, I want you to at least acknowledge, I want you to acknowledge that you're making some progress. You're getting better. You're not where you need to be, but you're getting better. Habakkuk chapter 1 verse 2. Oh Lord, how long shall I cry for help and you will not hear? Or cry to you violence and you will not save? Habakkuk reminds us that all of us have had our how long moments with God. I told you, number one, realize your timing is not God's timing. Here's the second thing. Number two, you need to request 
the Lord's help. You not only need to realize your timing is not God's timing, but you need to learn how to request God's help. When God has you waiting, when God is moving slower than you want him to move, you need to learn how to request the Lord's help. Look at verse 3 of Psalm 13. Consider and hear me, O Lord my God. Enlighten my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Lest my enemies say I have prevailed against him. Lest those who trouble me rejoice when I am moved. In verse 3, David moves in his prayer from protest to petition. He's talking to God the whole time. He's, he's praying to God the whole time. But, but he starts off this prayer in an attitude of protest. How long, God? But now he gets to verse 3 and he shifts from protest to petition. He, he says to the Lord, Lord, consider and hear me. Consider and hear me. Uh, that word for consider means to look intently at. Uh, to pay attention to in a very specific way. He says, and, and, and Lord, I need you to hear me. I need you to hear me, uh, to take heed to what I'm saying. Uh, sometimes people say they hear us, but they're really not listening. That They hear the audible sound, but they're really uh, not taking inventory of the words that are coming out of your mouth, right? They're really not listening to you. He says, Lord, I, I need you to consider and hear me. And then watch what he says. He says, God, enlighten my eyes. Uh, one translation uh, talks about making my eyes sparkle with light. Uh, it, it's this sense of uh, the breaking of day uh, to allow me to see what I have not been able to see before. Uh, not only to see with eyesight, but, but God, I need you to give me uh, divine insight. Give me spiritual insight so I can see, God, what you want me to see. I can see what you're trying to show me. How many times do you pray in the midst of waiting what you believe to be too long? How many times do you pray and ask God, God, Enlighten my eyes. Help me to see what you're trying to show me. See, there's no harm in acknowledging and saying to God, God, I'm, I'm missing it. I'm not seeing it. I'm, I'm, I, God, help me to see. Listen, the Bible says if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. And God will give you wisdom. Ask the Lord to show you. Lord, help me to see so I can understand what you're doing. Give me some insight. And I, I, I've come to a place, my brothers and sisters, that um, I've come to understand in my own life, sometimes God makes me wait to make me pray so I won't play. Sometimes God makes me wait to get me to the place, listen carefully, that I'll stop exhausting my resources, my strength, my emotional and intellectual ability. 
He, he makes me wait so I will come to the end of myself so I will finally turn to God. See, somebody that's listening right now, you've been trying to do it on your own, and God says, nah, you can't do it on your own. I, I need you to trust in me. I got to stop right here, y'all. I, I got so much more to share with you. I, I, I promise you, though, I'm, I'm, I'm going to share it with you. I'm, I'm going to share it with you. said, no, I got, I got to stop. I got to stop because I'm going to keep you all day talking about this. I got to stop. But, but here's what I want you to know. When you wait on God, you'll never get where God wants you to be late when you wait on God to get you there. That, that's my word for you today. When you wait on God to get you there, you'll never get to where God wants you to be late. God is always on time. Let's go to God in prayer and ask God's blessings on our time. Father, we thank you and we bless you for today. Uh, We thank you for challenging us to learn how to wait on you. And God, uh, waiting is not a passive activity. It, it is a, an active process. Uh, it's a time in which we can get better, and get stronger, and become more like you. And so I pray that those under the sound of my voice would take advantage of this waiting period to better themselves as people, to better themselves as your servant, to better themselves in life and living. We ask these blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, my brothers and sisters, thank you for being with us on today. Uh, My hope and prayer is that you have been encouraged, that you have been blessed along the way. Uh, My my prayer is that the songs that have been sung, uh, the prayers that have been prayed, our time around the Lord's Supper table together, even the birthday song has all encouraged you this day to be all that God wants you to be. Um, If you would like to become a part of this church family virtually on the digital platform, uh, just click on the link. I want to become a member of the church and we will walk you through how to become part of this church family. If you need Jesus Christ in your life, just click on the link that says, I want to become a Christian. I want to be saved. And we can walk you through how to make sure that you know Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord. All right? Listen, as we get ready to go, don't forget, God will take care of you. All right? Until next time, God blesses my prayer. Glory to God who keeps me from falling, keeps me from falling. Glory to him. Yeah. Yeah. Things may go wrong, but we're never alone. God will. Yes, He will. I may shed a few tears, but no reason to fear. God will take care of me. Yeah, may look a little scary. I ain't got no worries. Even when it's grim, gonna cast the cares on Him. No matter what the problem. God is able to solve them.
Yeah. 